this time, uh, I know that you felt the difference. I just want to thank you for being part of the Facebook page. Um, I still want to talk about how every dick in that movie is nice. Oh my fucking god, yes. <laughs> Like, huh. all of them. Like, oh, no, there was no unattractive penises in this film at all. 29 needles, kids. 29 I, I don't, I don't understand. Well, well, I know we have our cold open. Attention, <laughs> attention. It is Thursday, December 5th, and they are still talking about the dicks in 29 needles. Oh. <laughs> the first thing that happens is a cum shot. Like... <laughs> For real, it's the beginning it really of the is. movie. Oh Jesus! Not even kidding. It's just boom, and like within the first five minutes, you've got a transsexual pegging this dude with the biggest dildo, the biggest of dildos. Just wow. <laughs> I'm like, I like them thick, not that thick. <laughs> they're like this is not what i expected <laughs> it should have been it should have been it yes. wasn't <laughs> so oh, oh my, god. my god oh shit i, I won't get over guys. the nun i uh, no no one you will get over the nun huh what the no nun. one will get over the nun there's oh. a nun in the movie oh yeah. oh, oh, oh it, it, it things happen Th- things <sighs> do happen uh, oh. but that one dude that he was doing the blood play with was the same dude that was fucking him when he had the dildo in his ass and it just kind of popped out when you were done. When he was done. He just he pulled out the Oh, I know which person we're talking about, and I want to talk about yeah. literally anything else. <laughs> the eye. Oh like, yeah, the eye. It, it yeah. still like makes me fucking like almost vomit. He was fucking gorgeous. Even with that eye patch. And the eye was Yeah, fake. the eye patch was not the problem. The eye patch was not the problem. It was I know that it was <laughs> fake. <laughs> and it and it makes it, it does it does help it does help that it that it is fake however still oh damn so okay so what the fuck movie are we talking about 
Hi kids, it's Candy Coder Razorblades. I'm your host, Bob, and I didn't watch this movie because I had shit going on that I'll tell you about in a minute. And here are my co-hosts, Stephanie and RC. I'm RC and oh my god, stop making dogs die. <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna go on about this a little bit later, Stephanie. Hi, uh, and, I'm so, <laughs> and I'm Stephanie, and I am I am just such a special level of loopy and weird right now, and I can't wait to talk <laughs> about this 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 movie that I chose sight unseen, and oh, I'm God. so glad I did. It is called uh, Dial, Dial Code, Code Santa, Santa Claus, and it's found yes. on Shutter. What's the other title? Because it's actually listed uh, under the other Deadly title. Deadly Games, I believe. Yes. Oh, I've heard of Deadly Games. I think. Yeah. Um, for my later, because this episode, these two are going to talk about the movie <laughs> while I get stoned. Yep, it, yeah. I'm excited. Like I said earlier, yeah. when I get walked in, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun episode because yeah. it's gonna be rather than all of us talking about something we all three know about. It's gonna be us telling you about it oh and getting to watch your reactions, and we get it live <laughs> first oh first shot. Yes. <laughs> reactions from Bob as he smokes. So, I do want to say <laughs> that there was also a period of time at the beginning of the movie in which Stephanie and I were on Facebook Messenger well, chatting yeah. about the opening of the movie. And I was like oh 30 minutes ahead of you in the movie. Oh god. Sort of. Yeah. You were bit. 30 minutes ahead, but had walked away. It's I did walk away at one point to get my dinner. <laughs> That's what the pause button is for. It's right? real, it is over an hour and a half long. Oh my god, how is that even possible? It, it's <laughs> By that I mean, I think it's like an hour 36 minutes? Yeah, it's pretty somewhere short. Somewhere around there. It's not too bad. Yeah. It, it feels longer. <laughs> okay. And I say that because I did a lot of stuff on Sunday, so I was very tired. I am still tired. I am not recovered. Right. Um... So, like, I, I started watching it. It was already at, like, 8. And I was just like, this will not fucking end. I want to go to bed. <laughs> so, I didn't watch it all in one sitting. I watched the first hour. Yeah, you stopped talking at one point. I'm like, he either fell asleep or he had to go do something. I went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched the first hour. And then the next day, picked up right where I left off. And, um... I, I actually ended up getting it at a, a really good stopping point, which was strange. Because, wow. <laughs> like, I just happened to pause it, and it, it was uh, before some major things happened. And, like, I picked up, and I was like, oh, I remember everything now. It's fine. <laughs> so, all right. <clears throat> the reason the episode is working this way, I'm already rubbing my eyes, because this shit is good. Um... <clears throat> I'm so excited. I love my, my Bob episodes. Oh, man. So, I had planned to watch the movie yesterday, but I got caught up in uh, making it. Oh, yeah. I, I just show. I just watched both episodes. I finished season one. Yeah. So I haven't finished season... I, I just started season two. I went through the first episode. It's delightful. It's on Hulu. It is... It is just mental... It's just like serotonin you can physically watch. Right. It's lovely. Because right. they're like, there's no drama here. Everybody we all love everybody. It's this, we don't want to send anybody home. It's a crafting reality show. Reality competition. And it's fucking delightful. I mean, it's next level craft, though. It's it really like, is. oh, I'm going to build a false fireplace. <laughs> I'm going to build 
a whole wall with like mosaic wooden tiles and I've got three hours to do it and they do it. They do it. It's insane. <laughs> they give them like I think it's think it's three hours for the the faster the, the craft. faster craft, and then like eight hours for the master craft. Mm-hmm. But still, in that eight hours, this one dude took off the roof of a shed, cut it in half, and made it retractable, <laughs> so that he could have his little you know comfy shed outside in the yard, and they could retract it and watch the stars. Yeah. I hate him. I love him and I hate him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, whenever you're having like a stressed out day, check it out. It's a good time. Right. So, back to me. Because <laughs> it's me. Um, I left work today thinking, okay, so I need to watch this fucking movie. God damn it. I go like 50 feet in the parking lot at work. And I realize I have a fucking flat. Mm-hmm. I go out. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get our... Oh, I think... No, we're fine. I was going to say, I didn't actually click on anything. No, (laughs) we're still recording. We're just recording a little louder than I thought we were going to. (laughs) Oops. We're going to (laughs) down a little. Oopsie poopsie. Down just a little. Sorry about that. Not really. Anyway, um, so no. 50 fucking feet in the parking lot. Realize I have a flat. Fortunately, I know how to change a flat tire. However, um, first off, I had to figure out how to get my hubcap off. There's a little tool for that. Yay. Um, and I, I don't think that hubcap survived because I, they put it in the back with the actual tire that got flat. Um, I got all the nuts off and I couldn't get the tire off. So I'm looking and in the center, there looks like this thing that's like a, a another bolt that you have right. to take out. So I'm like, fuck. So I call roadside assistance. Six o'clock, <laughs> when they finally show up. I get out of work at 3.30. Six o'clock, when they finally show up. Um, <laughs> he gets there, and he's like, what other bolt? What thing are you talking about? He kicked the tire. It came right the fuck off. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Are you fucking kidding? I could have been home an hour ago. Are you fucking kidding me? Because, oh, no. again, I know how to change a tire. I can, you know, I mm-hmm. can put my thing on myself. And he, he came in. He's like, oh, my God, you took all this stuff off for me. Great. I'm like, yeah, I just can't get it off the fucking wheel. And he's like, oh, boot. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck all of you. And he was kind of cute, actually. So I would. But. Fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my fucking night. So I didn't get to watch the movie. Like, we knew what the pick was two days ago. Well, I went to go, uh, I was going to watch it yesterday. Husband wanted to play Civilization. So my computer was tied up and I don't have it on my Roku. Uh, and it, to set that up, I would need your password anyway. Um, it's and still in the Discord. Is it? For you, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll have to check. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know if Shutter is on the Roku, though. It's online. Is it? I'll have to look. You mean like an app that's available? Like, like a channel on the Roku. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, yay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shutter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll have to set that up. But I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck me. Fuck all of me. But that's okay, because I spent that entire time chatting up a super hot little ginger. Oh, cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. My, <laughs> my husband thinks he's cute, too. Oh, good. So, anyway. Yeah, um, sexting while waiting for a fucking roadside <laughs> assistance dude. So, I chose this movie sight unseen. 
I had heard about it, but I had never watched it. And um, I kind of had half, for, I had even half forgotten that when I picked this movie. I just saw it on the shutter list. And I went, <coughs> fuck it, sure. Because I'm currently working 50, or at least 50 hours a week right now doing customer service. And I want to put a gun in my head most days. Um, so I was like, oh, it's my pick. That one. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Because <laughs> um, I genuinely, my brain was so fried, I couldn't even think of anything else. I'm right. like, there's Santa in that. Right. Let's do that. Okay. Um, and then I, wa- I then watched it in a haze of exhaustion, delirium, and marijuana. Right. <laughs> and, oh, thank you. <laughs> um. I began to watch this film and I went, this is a gem. And then I remembered, I started to remember people talking about it. It was uh-huh. kind of like this long lost French horror movie that <laughs> yeah. like people forgot about it. Like, how could you forget about it? Which by the way, it is all in French. But delightful. It is all in French. So yeah, now we have another foreign holiday movie. I love it. And yet you kind of forget that it's in French. You are so It fully... definitely happens. It's yeah. weird, but I can confirm. Well, all the music's in English. All the, the music, music is, oh is like 80s rock but Christmas, Christmas oh, songs. No. Oh my god. And they're in pure English, and then all of a sudden they'll just start talking in French, but it's like there's enough going on that you're just engaged. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that's... Okay. That's right. There you go. So, <laughs> so the main character mm-hmm. has a mullet that's as big as he is. Oh my God. Tell, tell the story when you can breathe. Um, but one of the beginning scenes, he's running around and he jumps in the bed of what is, um, you come to learn, is his grandfather. Okay. It is a dead-ass corpse. Like, <laughs> the scene where he jumps in... It is clearly this terrible mannequin. It is not a person. Oh, God. Okay. It is so bad. So, this kid Mm -hmm. is the star of the show. Okay. Um, And his name is Thomas. Right. He, he is half Batman. Because he has a dead dad, but his mom's still around. And he's a millionaire. Okay. And he lives in this millionaire house, which is a dollhouse. Yes. He is also a genius. Okay. He, like, programmed CCTV in his house, and this is set in, like, the 70s. Yeah. Oh, God. And by that, I mean it wirelessly transmits to a wristband. He had an iWatch. Jesus before Decades yeah. before the idea existed. I mean, it, the idea did exist because of Dick Tracy. But. True. Yes. Okay. But. That's fair. Um, but, uh, just... This is this is where I truly became inspired was the beginning of this film. Okay. So give us before we go into that. <clears throat> yes. Give us cast, the director, yes. the details. The yeah. cast. I, the I forgot that word. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that word. I am not even that high yet. I'm not um, high at all yet. Ultimately, I did some research. I couldn't find a ton on the cast. Oh god. Are we gonna talk about the wiki? <laughs> yes, we're gonna talk about the wiki. <laughs> No, there's a specific thing. Yes. <laughs> we'll get there. It's fine. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. And I'm going to butcher every last one of these names. Okay. Because 
I may be able to sing in French a little bit, yeah. but I sure as shit can't speak it. Pronunciation. So, yeah. <clears throat> Brigitte Fossey mm-hmm. is the mom, basically. Okay. Julie. She's the Moira Rose of the whole thing. Delightful. Her fashion, stunning. Oh, yeah. The whole time. <laughs> Couldn't stop talking about it. Um, Louis de Creux as Pappy, who is the half-blind diabetic grandfather. Okay. And Thomas's best friend. Yep. Yeah. They're really, buddies. They are joined at the hip. There you go. Very cute. Um, Elaine Lalaine, <laughs> um, credited Elaine Musi as Thomas, who is the kid. Musi, yes. Musi, okay. Yeah. Or um, Musi, not Mu. Musi. Um, and then we have Francois Eric Gendron as Roland. Gendron. Gendron. Is it Gendron? Uh, in the U- United States, it would be Gendron. Like if you were in the yeah. United, it would be uh, Gendron. Gendron. Okay. Um, and then we have Stéphane Legros as Pelot. We have Frank Capillary as just the policeman. Le policier. Um, Le policier. Yeah, that that's pretty much all you really need to know. Oh, good. That's, okay. There's not many <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot of people in this. Right. Um, and it was directed by Rene Manzor, also written by the man. Okay. Could not find anything about this man. <laughs> and I am so mad that I could not find anything. He, he literally <laughs> existed to write and direct this movie and, and then, then he disappeared. disappeared. <laughs> he is a goddamn genius brought to this earth. Delightful. Um, and uh, let's see, what else can I tell you? It's, it was 87 minutes and its release date was March 18th, 1989. Mm-hmm. At the, I found this interesting. The Leon Film Festival of Youth and Children's Films. Oh, God. It does star a child. It stars a child. (laughs) Okay. That's all I've got. Oh, my God. All right. Um, Oh, and then there's a dog, but they don't list him in the cast, which is gross. Um, (laughs) Uh I want want him to have his due. He was a good boy. So... The reason I'm re- reading this off of a Wikipedia <laughs> is because in this in this swirl of exhaustion and marijuana and all sorts of things, I got clever as fuck. Okay. And I said, you know what? I know, you know and I know, Stephanie, that you're not going to write notes for this. You are too tired and you do not give a shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what you can do. You can edit Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I started editing oh, shit. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh no. The update to it though is I Hang checked on. I checked it before I came here and they took it out. They took it all out. Oh no. They erased all of my cleverness. Oh no. I didn't know that that would be possible. I didn't say anything gross or rude. Oh. I just said that Thomas mm-hmm. has a a mullet that like the most French mullet that okay. you can imagine. It is like a Prince Valiant down here, just uh-huh. in the back. Right. And it is so full. It goes all the way around to the back of his shoulders. Uh-huh. And it is so touchably soft and shiny. Mm. It just it's the loveliest mullet. <laughs> the fanciest French mullet. Fanciest mullet. I I was just like, well, yes, this is what the pen? French would think of pen? a mullet would be. I think we've got the title. The fanciest French mullet. So, 
So our conversation goes. Because <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this excerpt. Okay. Um. Also, that kid straight up jumped on a dead guy who later isn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie saying, "Oh, definitely," and the soundtrack is everything. I said, "The mom's fashion is everything." <laughs> and then Stephanie responded, and I'm just gonna read this verbatim. <laughs> Oh my god, I changed the wiki to display some of my feelings about the kid's mullet. Oh god! <laughs> so good. Oh no. <laughs> do you remember what you wrote? I, I'm pretty sure that I do. I said that... Um, okay, so I'm just going to start reading the plot, and then I'm going to try and, and put it in where it was. Okay. You're going to restore it to its former <laughs> glory. Exactly. its former glory, good. Okay, so Thomas J. Fremont... A child prodigy obsessed with tinkering in action films, 80s action films. Okay. Specifically this is Rambo. important. Oh, Specifically Rambo. Specifically Rambo. Okay. They don't say it, but it's, it is. Okay. Yeah. It, well, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Because I said the soundtrack is everything because during his 80s montage opening of his day that you experience in the first five minutes. Right. You, um, you are hearing a, a boo-boo... Eye of the Tiger playing. Yeah, it's like kids bop butt rock. No. <laughs> yes. No. It, it's almost Eye of the Tiger. It's just like one note off. <laughs> one it's, note it's off. Legally distinct from. <laughs> <laughs> but it's clearly Rocky. Oh, and he's no. pulling a bandana around his mullet. Oh my god. And just like all of it. Oh, he no. wakes he up at a fucking fighter paint. plane. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And he's just loose lacing up his boots and he's just angry. He's right. just ready to throw down. Right. So, okay. He lives in a secluded and high-tech mansion with his widowed mother, Julie, mm-hmm. his diabetic and partially blind grandfather, Pappy, and his pet dog, Jr. He has the most French of mullets. It is the thing they speak of in fairy tales. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. That's pretty amazing. God, I can't believe they didn't keep it. What, what harm is it doing? It's, it's not doing not, any harm. It's not factual. It's not. It, it, fa- it kind of is, though. Thank At you. At least the yeah. first part, right? So you know, I don't know. Um, anyway, um, I also said something about this amazing '80s montage that the movie begins with. Right. It just and it's him like brushing his teeth and dressing for the day <laughs> oh yeah it's yeah. but like at the no. same time you are he's like remarkably close oh my god yeah but he's like at the same time he's like strapping things on to he has, himself like, he has a bandolier yeah like it's full of nerf darts but he has a bandolier yeah <laughs> and like his dog's just following him around like waking up in fighter planes with him and shit he mm-hmm. seems to sleep in a fighter plane he does okay yes because he's a millionaire kid, I guess. Yeah, so you can why sleep in whatever not... the fuck you want, I guess. Yeah, why not just get a fighter plane and turn it into a bed? He sounds spoiled as shit. Oh, you have no idea. He, he, is, he is so rich. And oh. he he is also not the annoying kind. Yeah, he just puts okay. every single dollar of his richness into building electronics. Okay, there you go. Being a genius. Right. He, like, invests in himself. Yeah, <laughs> right, I guess. That's fine. Here, here's another And to a lesser extent, his weird fat friend. Yeah. Yes, the weird fat friend. Is there always a weird fat friend? I mean, you didn't know, we experience that in Paranorman? I was watching The Kid Who Would Be King today, and I thought <laughs> the exact same thing. He's got this weird, fat slightly, friend. yes, he just like, yeah. feel like part of his brain is missing or something. I don't know. Oh, God. 
I it mean, was weird. There is nothing wrong with being weird or fat. I like fat. Bring to me the big boys. Come I am on. weird and fat. I am weird See? and fat. <laughs> you and me, peas in a pod. We're good. But why is it always why is it always the weird fat yeah. kid who's like the nerd's best friend? His name was Betters, by the way. In Kid Who Would Be King. His oh name was God. Betters. So it was just Betters, Betters, stop Betters. Oh Betters. God. Oh my god, that That's hurts terrible. me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that sounds like the worst dialogue. Yeah. Ugh, keep going. Um, anyway, so on Christmas Eve, Thomas uses the Minitel, which is his... Um, it's a kind of French internet. Yeah, this. Yeah. so he's doing his n- nerdy electronic thing right. to try and communicate with Santa Claus. And unknowingly makes contact with a local derelict who's using a public terminal. Oh, fuck. The slightly deranged man... This is me adding into Wikipedia. <laughs> Who is definitely Zach Galifianakis's French cousin? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. For a second, he looked exactly like him. He in really does. Yeah, I was he like, he just has a worse beard. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel really bad that I couldn't watch it. Oh no, this is going to be great. We're going to tell you the, the tale, and then you're going to watch it, and then next week we can touch base with you. Right. Yeah. Either that or I'll be just like seriously disappointed in what you told me versus what I actually. Oh, no. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> okay. Um. So the slightly deranged man claims to be Santa and attempts to get Thomas to divulge his address. Before their connection is severed, the vagrant learns that Thomas's mother manages a nearby print Tom. Which is a big, like, store. Yeah, like a okay. department store-ish kind of situation. What's it? What is it? Printon? Oh, Printon. Yes, yeah, so that's a okay. chain store in France. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where her amazing fashion comes in. Right. Yes. Because uh, she it, she is the most needless character in this entire movie. Well, like she serves she no purpose but like, to end the movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. You just occasionally, like, oh, here she is at a, at a meeting at work. Yeah. And oh. then she's in her car a lot. Right. Oh my gosh. And this <laughs> poor woman, this poor woman deserves all the awards because she is giving the performance of a lifetime later. This, right. <laughs> she's on the phone. Yes. Anyway, so while Thomas sets up a security system to record and capture Santa, uh, like kids do, you right. know, but of he's course. a millionaire with tons of money. So he's Yeah, gonna... so he has like CCTV cameras. In every room. Yeah, because he wants to meet Santa like every kid does. Um, The Vagabond gets a job as Santa at the store. um, But is fired from it after Julie witnesses him slap a child who had accused him of not being the real Santa. Another, hang on. Repeat that sentence. No. It gets gets slightly worse. Oh, God. (laughs) Because the child's parent is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Thank you, friends, like, for allowing free-range parenting. Yeah, like oh, it's, so it was—it was like a combination of like w- when I watched it, my interpretation, <laughs> which is not everybody's, was that he was in the process of abducting the child. Oh God! And then the kid was like. I don't think this is right. You're not the real Santa. And then... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, yeah. Let's hit this again. Exactly. <laughs> so... Um... <laughs> this is backstory. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the vagrant 
subsequently steals a Santa costume. So that that's key. Mm. He has not yet been mm. in a Santa costume. Yep. Okay. Yet he has convinced two children that he is Santa. One didn't see him. One it was over a phone. Mm-hmm. So be it. Right. The other one though, you're physically looking at this man. Right. <laughs> He's not in the suit. He doesn't have white hair. He's okay. not a happy little fellow. No. Why do you think this is Santa? <laughs> Children are like, stupid. If you can, yeah. But like, if you can imagine, like, if, if Zach Galifianakis right. and Steve Buscemi, <gasps> oh God. like, had a baby. Yeah. And this baby grew up and just forgot to take a shower for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Like, that's no, this guy. No, you've ruined Zach Galifianakis for me. <laughs> Then this movie won't be a disappointment for you. But no, no, it's Steve Buscemi. Why? Why did you have to throw that in there? It's the eyes. Oh, it's the eyes. It's the eyes. He's got some fucking weird eyes. Oh god, he does. I mean, that's probably why he's playing the insane person. There's a scene coming up that I really am excited to talk about because a, it's well shot, and b, it is probably the creepiest thing that happens in the movie. Oh my god, and it involves just the Santa. Nobody else is on is in frame. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, keep going. Let's get to that. Hell yeah, man! So, it is not far off. All right. So he slaps a kid, <laughs> and then the vagrant subsequently steals a Santa costume, paints his hair and beard white, and hitches a ride to Julie's home paints? in the back of a delivery van. It's that. He there's a long scene. It is a solid like three minutes yeah. of oh, the movie yep. of him in a mirror smiling more terrifyingly than any Joker ever has, oh, spraying his hair white and getting like I I want to say madder, but I don't mean angry. I mean crazier right. and happier. As more of it gets white, kind of like, like the dude. It is in... so good. <laughs> no, kind of like the dude in um, that other Christmas movie we did last year. It is very similar to Christmas like where Evil. He's, where he's, oh. Yeah, Christmas Evil. He's put where he's putting on the mustache. Yeah. Same type of deal. That was also uncomfortably long. Yeah. Yeah, it is very similar. I think this one's better. Okay. Okay. So. um... Also, I want to know what kind of hairspray that is because oh, it is God. like a flawless color. Oh, shit. I'm just like, what the? F- that it's how? The, it's the French. They do miracles with makeup. So good. It was so good. And maybe he like, was washing off brown coloring. Maybe, maybe, possibly. <sighs> I don't know how it happened. But it, yeah, it looked. Sorry, continue. No, no, it no. By so all means. Good. <laughs> well, like, it, yeah, it just goes to show, like. The French just—it's a little, the little weird thing. Yes, just like yeah. these little perfections through things that, <laughs> right. like, you, it just—it just brings you to to knowledge. Like this is a French film. Yeah, you couldn't have even—they could have said no words this entire movie. I would have went. This was made in France because <laughs> yeah. there's still just like this beauty, even yeah, to right. crazy fucking vagrant <laughs> hair. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, and mullets. I suppose that's why. Oh God! Now I need to like find actors' names. Fuck! Hang on a second. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who played the witch in Hansel and Gretel? Not Hansel and Gretel. Which Hansel um, and Gretel? The Brothers Grimm. Brothers. Shit. It is it is by Terry Gilliam. She Monica Bellucci. There it is. She is married to. 
Vincent Cassel, right? Vincent Cassel, mm-hmm. who looks insane in like everything. If you if you ever see Shaitan, holy fuck. Yeah. Holy, that is a fuck of a movie. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, he looks insane, and she looks like Monica Bellucci. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this made me just realize something. You haven't seen the the poster oh for this movie. Oh no, she's gonna hurt me. Okay. <laughs> what is that that is the poster for the movie oh no that's that's a whole lot of bad choices is what that is that's like it's 80s yeah it's it's like a p it's like peter gabriel album covers and kiss album covers got together and said let's party it's really fucking dumb i hate it for those of you wondering it's the wikipedia picture yeah it yeah, oh, that's that's like a tree. I thought it was like metallic penises coming up the sides. Why? I don't know. I'm <laughs> high, dude. I don't even know where are I these like where are the electric penises? Uh, on the sides here. Oh, those. Yeah. I don't even look, know what those are. I don't know. I, they, oh, I can see how they might be penises. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of see. Electric penises. <clears throat> like one has a set of balls and everything. Right. I mean. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. That that happened. So, yeah. So, we that, that was a Monica Bellucci distraction. Yes, it was. As she always should be. <laughs> Continue. <Yep. laughs> um, okay. So, he hitches a ride to Julie's home in the back of a delivery van, the driver of which he kills upon reaching the mansion, like you do. Of course. You got it. It's like, you've served your plot purpose. <laughs> yeah. Right? You got me where I needed to be. You need to die now because you've seen my face. Exactly. So, now, we remember he lives in a millionaire dollhouse. Uh-huh. He, he then, the man, the man then murders the groundskeeper. He murders the chef. He breaks in through the chimney because... Because of course he does. He's Santa. fucking Santa. <sighs> but and, hang on. And he... Here, I'm going to hold you. Okay. Okay. And he stabs Jr. the dog to death in front of Thomas. What the fuck? Thomas is hiding under the table. Santa doesn't know he's there. Yeah. Yes. He killed a puppy. Now. He stabs so this is come along with Santa, right? That is not a terrible comparison. Only yeah. it actually kills people. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Although, you know how rich the McAllisters were? Yeah. These this people is way... are, they own an, their own castle. Yeah, these are right. the people who look at the McAllisters and are like, Y'all are poor, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking still. So if Kevin McAllister had more money, he would be this motherfucker. Right. Mrs. McAllister avoided a whole lot of jail time. Just, I think it's because she's white. It, she she moved to Canada and named herself Moira. And right. <laughs> ran ran oh, from her history. I cannot fucking believe that I did not find this show until a couple weeks ago. I, I knew about it, but I hadn't watched it. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm watching it till it's done. Let's oh, go, kids. That's so oh, Patrick. good. I love Patrick. Oh, I know. <laughs> he's such a sweet baby, and he's so sassy. He is. He really is. I love Patrick. Okay, Um. so where uh? Oh, yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. Mm. Killed the dog. Yeah. So, also... So, just, hang on, because that'll be important later. Yeah. Okay. And keep in mind that Thomas truly... He's, he's a smart kid, but he truly believes in Santa. Right. And so aliens he, he and tru- everything. Yes. Oh, my God. So, he okay. truly believes that the real Santa Claus just stabbed his dog. Oh, my God. That is kind of the best supervillain story ever. Once again, <laughs> I put this in the Wikipedia, but, like... It's gone now. 
this is clearly <laughs> so hopeless <laughs> in its Frenchness. Just, right. You're watching this eight-year-old kid go from being an eight-year-old kid to fuck the world, fuck life. I'm I'm gonna dangle a cigarette from my lips. I'm gonna be that stereotypical person. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's like that's like the meaning of ennui, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, this what the fuck? You are watching people? a child develop ennui. Why? Um. So. What follows is a game of cat and mouse as Thomas uses his security system and booby traps, uh-huh. as well as an arsenal of makeshift weaponry. Makeshift weaponry. Including fucking GPS locations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and remember, this came out in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, so, <laughs> um, to defend his enfeebled grandfather and combat the trespasser, because mom isn't home. Okay. So it's just the two of them. Right. Um, who has cut the telephone lines and trashed the only car. The man at one point catches Thomas. Wait. Wait. Own a castle, there's only one car, right? There are two cars, okay. but the mom has one. Yes. Okay. And let's just touch base on this poor woman now. So basically, it's just like all this action goes on, all this action goes on, and then they would cut to a, pic- to a, a scene with her at work. And, you know, like, she would, you know... 3209. Get a, 3209. Like, she's not, a, no. Oh. She's like CEO level. Oh. Yeah, she's okay. hardcore. And yeah. like, she calls home, but no one picks up. Okay. So she calls the groundskeeper and no one picks up. And she's just like, oh no, I have to get home. She, she has no point in the movie. No. Okay. <laughs> she, she says that and then it occasionally flashes to her later calling and no one answering while she's in the car. Hmm. That happens yeah. two or three times. Because okay. she does have a car phone. <laughs> because they're rich and and fucking hopeless is what they are i'll just touch base on it now because we're talking about her we might as well just get all of her taken Uh, care of sure i was so impressed by her in this phone call she makes from her car to her boyfriend friend yeah so she's fucking the driver who's also her assistant at work or or at least her male counterpart in some way yeah and she's trying to get a hold of him so he can try and get there because she's not gonna you know she's not getting there fast enough for her own sake so there's something wrong there's something wrong you know and you she's fully in it she is acting her ass off right in this otherwise ludicrous movie yeah right and I'm just like, God bless you. You have no reason to be here. <laughs> it, you, the, this is a waste of breath in this movie. Yeah. But by God, you are giving it everything. She earned every penny. <laughs> she yeah. did. There you go. She absolutely did. And she looked <laughs> fantastic doing it. <laughs> so we go back to Thomas and Grandpa. <clears throat> um, now Santa has cut the telephone lines, trashed the only car, and... <clears throat> oh, I forgot about the other thing that's Go about for to it. happen. Yeah. Thomas has developed not only a video security system <laughs> from his armband. Yeah. In Which 19- is almost the size of a shoebox. <laughs> it it is like it's like the Nintendo Power Glove. Okay, okay. Um He presses a button and shutters the house closed. <laughs> no one can get in or out. <laughs> Okay. This child <laughs> created <laughs> a building wide. I mean, I am totally down with the the child genius supervillain like, you know, 
superhero lair. He whatever, was one but... lab accident away from oh, being sure. a supervillain. Oh wow! Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. This mm, like mm. a Rocky inspired. I, I love mad scientist. I absolutely love when rich kids get to be portrayed as like awesome people because it's so rare. <laughs> Anyway, continue. <laughs> okay, so we go through a lot of, oh, we got to get away from Santa, Grandpa. And they get somewhere, and then they sit there for a minute, and they talk. And then they go to another room, <laughs> just do it again. And, like, that's, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Until. Until oh, um, he, at one point, uh, Thomas gets captured by Santa. Okay. Okay. And then Santa goes... I win, you lose. Now I'll go hide myself, and you'll be it. Okay. What? <laughs> what the fuck? What? What? Um. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Like <laughs> this dude has killed everyone in his path. And he wants to fucking play hide and seek. He wants to play fucking hide and seek. Are you kidding me? Um, you got Grandpa, who Thomas just keeps running away from. Like he hid, he hides in a piece of armor. That's it, just standing in a room. Like the, the at, Grandpa at the, at the just staircase. like passes out yeah. in the fucking it's suit, suit of, of armor. armor. Oh god. But, we didn't talk about where they were hiding before that, yeah, and go I ahead. feel like that is doing this movie oh, a fucking no. injustice. Okay. So at one point they're they're going in hiding, mm-hmm. and the kid um, pulls Grandpa into his room. Okay. Pushes a chair up to uh, against the door to like barricade it. Right. Then he opens his closet, his wardrobe, and then he Did just it, was Narnia in there. Goes through. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes through the back of it and pulls Grandpa with him. And then they're in this giant fucking underground room full of toys and like a big weird pirate ship. Yeah. And what? there's like and there's like a rope bridge. Oh, oh no. And it's then his he, bat cave. It's oh my his, god. And then he's like, Grandpa, hang on. I think I can get to the front door. Okay. And then he goes to the other end of this massive cavern. Wait. And comes out of a fake freezer that's just in another room. <laughs> and he leaves his grandpa there for like half the movie. Oh, yeah. God. They just occasionally like walkie-talkie style each other. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, grandpa, because he's basically blind, right. trips on something. Uh-huh. Which makes a huge noise while the killer happens to be in the kid's bedroom and oh, hears God. a noise from the closet. Right. And then finds it. And then Grandpa almost gets murdered. Uh, and then the kid... Isn't that where the kid gets his leg slashed? I think so. And then he, he gets the Grandpa out of there and that's when he puts him in the suit of armor. Right. Yeah. Okay. To protect him. To protect him. Okay. Yeah. Poor Grandpa. Poor fragile, fragile Grandpa. And he's diabetic. Did we yeah, mention yeah. he's diabetic? It's important. Yeah. Oh, because... My... <laughs> There's I cannot imagine if there isn't how important that can be. Yeah. If, if there isn't enough going on with having a blind, feeble grandfather. Right. And a murderer in the house who just killed your dog. Of course. Yeah. Literally feet from you. Right. He Grandpa needs his insulin shot. Surprise! Grandpa's passing out. Oh god. Oh. And he's still in the suit of armor. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> so. What in the fuck? Did I, you almost make me? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel like you still need to watch it. Oh, of course, I, I absolutely need... will. I absolutely will. Because you're gonna be able to watch it now in, the, in this in this haze that we <laughs> and fully processed. <laughs> I really. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to. Bonnie Tyler was on the soundtrack. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Um, I I really want to find just. I need a hero. The um. Oh fuck. I thought that was Bonnie Tyler. Is there's some chick? She's singing some song about Christmas. I'm like that really sounds Probably like Bonnie, Bonnie Tyler. Tyler. I'm I'm gonna go to the the actual movie on. Sh- fuck. The actual movie on Shutter. Okay. Because the tagline. <laughs> oh, the yes. tagline undersells what's happening. Okay, hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Thomas is nine years old. He is a little genius, and he believes in Santa Claus. December 24th, midnight. Oh, my God. Hidden, Thomas waits for St. Nick, but he is about to experience the most frightening night of his life. Oh, God. Undersells it. Like... (laughs) That makes it sound like an actual horror movie instead of this weird-ass shit that you're telling me about. It's... No, it is also like an actual horror movie. There okay. are some parts that are real creepy. Okay. Real creepy, real bloody. They are not afraid. Okay. Well, yeah. That, that's cool. It just sounds like fucking Home Alone is what it sounds like. Just the, with, with, with it makes murder. To, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it is like yeah. millionaire Home Alone. Oh, it's richy or, goddamn rich. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we're almost here to the end. Uh, so Grandpa's like face down in the suit of armor. Oh no! Yeah. So the, Just the, kid, the kid knows that he needs the insulin shot, right. uh, so he 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 goes and gets it, and there's conflict, uh-huh. and he gets he gets away. Conflict. And then he's like, he's like Grandpa, and Grandpa's like, pass the fuck out. Yeah, he's done. He, he's in a he is in a bad fucking place. Oh, yeah. So what's the kid do? <laughs> Wake up, Grandpa! Uh, <laughs> motherfucker, that is the worst. At least Grandpa was protected well, by the. And he also thought that he was dead one time before this already. Yeah, okay. Because Grandpa disappears for a hot minute, and you right. think that he's dead, but yeah. he's not. Because he fell. Yeah. He got like fell or thrown or something. Right. Um. Broke a hip. Yeah. Okay, so Julie, the mom, she's concerned over her calls home not getting through. And she sends a police officer over there. The vagrant, of course, kills the policeman. Of course. <laughs> and, decides, and decides to capture Thomas again, because fuck, why not? Um, but, uh, but the boy is saved when his <coughs> grandfather, who we thought was Dunzo, uh-huh. <coughs> manages to shoot the assailant with the dead officer's gun. Nice. Julie arrives home <coughs> to find a stunned Thomas. Standing over the killer's body, stammering, It's my fault, Mom. I wanted to see Santa. And that gives you the Frenchest ending to a movie that I have ever experienced. Oh my fucking God. Put that on Wikipedia, too. You, all our listeners need to go complain to Wikipedia that they are, they're keeping me silent. There are two things that happen in the movie that were not in the Wikipedia entry that I want to talk about. Okay. The first is the weird fat friend. 
Okay. So the oh, weird yeah, fat we never friend. even talked about it. No, him. you didn't. We the spent we- all that time talking about the weird fat friend. The weird fat, fat friend. friend is there when he's uh, on the Minotaur. Uh, that's okay. when uh, he talks to Thomas him. is trying to convince yeah. his friend that, no, this is real. And the kid's like, fuck off now. No, this right. isn't real. You've, <laughs> you've, you're talking to some random guy or you made the computer do this okay. because I know that you can. Um, Rude. But while, but but after Thomas is is captured the first time, but before he's captured the second time, he sends a, I want to say email, but I don't think it was an email, to his weird fat friend that prints in his room. Yep. Dot matrix? Yes. Oh, God. Yep. So he he grabs it, sees that Thomas is in some kind of trouble, and goes over there. Right. He opens the door to find Thomas laying on the floor, having recently gotten a leg slash. Right. Thomas shouting, no, basically, no, you fat fucking idiot. Call the police. (laughs) (laughs) The vagrant then then, then goes after the kid. I'm pretty sure the fat friend dies. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that was was just another fat death. That is so phobic. (laughs) <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to talk about was my favorite jump scare in the movie. Okay. Because you were almost at the end. Okay. The police officer has been killed. Right. Uh, Grandpa, I think, is still standing in the suit of armor at this point. Okay. He, but he's not feeling He's well. not good. Right. <laughs> Thomas gets out of the house. Which, at one point, they're stuck because he shuttered the thing, and right. then he breaks the arm, uh, his wristband. Okay. Um, unintentionally, like it's an accident, he hits something, I right. don't remember what. Um, so he gets out of the house, gets in the police car, starts it, <laughs> and drives down the road. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is a weird end of this movie. <laughs> and then the, the fucking Santa <laughs> pops out of the back. And shouts, you aren't playing fair. Oh my god. Oh my god. I lost my shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, oh. That, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I forgot about that. How did I forget about that? Like, oh my best god. jump scare in the movie. Like, oh, damn. Man. <laughs> damn. Oh, God. Oh. So this is while he thinks he's playing hide and seek with right. the kid. And yeah. Right. you are playing fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. So that, <laughs> more or less, is Deadly Games, a.k.a. Dial Code Santa Claus, a.k.a. Game Over, a.k.a. Hide and freak. Thirty six fifteen code pair Noel. That yes, AKA thirty six fifteen code pair Noel. That explains the numbers on the poster. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't know what those are. Right. No, no one actually does. I don't. Oh my god! How explain. did I miss this? What? Does it mean anything? Like, I think, is it in the movie? The thirty six fifteen. I don't remember seeing it. No. Um. Is that the Minotaur number he dials? Oh my god! Maybe that would kill me. That'd be good. Sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs> no. Listen to this. It is noted for its similarities to the 1990 American film Home Alone, the makers of which 
Menzor once threatened with legal action on the grounds of plagiarism, alleging that they had remade his movie. Holy fuck! This is the first Home Alone. Oh, that's shit. That's right. It came before. Fuck. How did I miss that? I don't know. Oh, my God. Another thing I want to add that's related. (laughs) Oh, shit. Is in the the summary on Shudder. Mm-hmm. It was previously only available via bootleg. So yeah. it never got another release. Oh my god. That's um so I heard about this, I think the first time I heard about this was like a year and a half ago, maybe a little sooner than that. Um I think it was Joe Bob talking about it. Talking right. about there's this movie and it was like Dial Santa Claus or something. And I have wanted to see it again since I saw it. And you can't find it anywhere. Right. And then it popped up. And like, (laughs) yeah, this is a gem that was lost. Oh, no. I need to watch this now. Oh, God. It is a gem that was lost. (laughs) Oh, Oh. That actually makes me happy that it's so horrible, but so very French, which makes it delightfully horrible. It is so ludicrous. Uh, It's so satisfying and entertaining to watch. It sounds like they brought in this whole Pink Panther thing. It's, like, weirdly coherent. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have, like, any inconsistencies or weird things that it just surprise throws at you. I mean, besides a fucking bat cave, but who, you know. No, they explain it in the movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my Did god! Did you miss that little like monologue? No, I got that. Yeah, the kid's explaining it to his grandpa. Yeah. Um, his his grandpa, which is important to note for that monologue, right, is his mother's father, not his father's father. Okay. Um, because he's like, yeah, this is um, like the in the lore of the film, um, his family, Thomas's family, started that whole store chain okay um and they did it because of this weird love of toys okay um and the bat cave uh is like just a giant chamber that contains all the toys of thomas and his father and his grandfather oh wow and like going back and that's why it's there okay so so they gave it like this major meaning right like cool I mean, I fucking French people. <laughs> um. I just like I was unprepared for. I, I like I like I said I hit play and then that was the minute I noticed it was in French and I'm like oh oh this seems like this doesn't seem like something that the French would be interested right. in doing yeah right. um and I was like well maybe it's gonna be like surreal maybe or um you know it like, is but it <laughs> is yeah you've, you've watched any Gerard Depardieu movie right yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like you know maybe it'll just have like this weird you know kind of European twist to it no it is a love letter to eighties movies eighties oh action movies this guy clearly loved them so much and right. loved horror so much hmm. that he just mashed it like and made it french and made yeah. it french and like i'm pr- i would not be surprised if it like the the kid thomas is like what his dream home was like when he was nine right like it's like he's writing himself into this 80s action horror movie. yeah of course oh that's what it feels like it does Huh. And you're just so happy for him, and you're just happy watching it. But also horrified <laughs> for him. And also horrified for him. So, another another thing. 
the dog dying was important. Okay. As we reached the climax of the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> much like the beginning of the movie, <laughs> where there is a lengthy, uh, like... I don't want to say dress up, but like a montage. Uh, yes, um, there's another montage where he's getting ready for real combat. Now. Yeah. Oh god. So he's he's doing a couple of things different. Um, at least one of them never really pans out. I still don't understand the Star of David throwing stars. Yeah, he he has these yellow stars that right. he uses like throwing stars. But um, they're like Velcro, so they just kind of stick. Okay. Yeah, it's just, like it doesn't. It's real weird. He prepares them and like I think he puts like razor blades on it or something. Yeah. But he never uses this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as he's like getting ready, right. then it suddenly shifts. Okay. And the kid goes and picks up his dead dog, and carries <coughs> it outside oh and gives it like a proper burial. <coughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah yep and I was just like why like being legit stalked god yeah. damn yeah he legit goes he goes full commando like Rambo yeah. just, just preparing for battle kissing his loved ones goodbye and setting them to rest before he rains hell upon Santa Claus. Yeah. Like God that is that is exactly that is exactly what happened. Oh fuck. <laughs> like you can be mad, but it is like the most perfect description oh. of anything I think I've heard I'm today. not angry at that at all. <laughs> yeah. So Dial code Santa Claus. <laughs> Watch it today. <laughs> it's streaming now on Shutter. <laughs> like, Shutter, please sponsor us. Yeah, please, Shutter. Hi. Um, we'll become your official podcast. We and totally we'll love you forever. Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, um, totally but no, like, <laughs> all I can think is maybe because this dude went after Home Alone, the movie got buried. Because obviously, right. it's not Home Alone. Yeah, no. it's so far away from Home Alone. It's just got right. like there's a like very a thin couple of like that matches similar so. concepts. Where yeah, they, they both happen to go with. Right. Yeah, but it's they're two separate movies. But this guy decided to go after Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Movie probably got buried. Yeah. yeah, you know, because clearly he was gonna lose. And right. now we have been presented it back <laughs> into the world. Oh, it's a good day. It, yeah. <laughs> like despite despite my issues with like the dog dying and right. watching it when I was very fucking tired. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a fun watch. Okay. Like it's got it's got a couple of little scares. Um that probably, especially in eighty nine, were way more serious than like oh, for the, sure. the yeah. relative dismissal that I'm giving it now. Right. Um and it's 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 fun. It's a real fun movie. Yeah. So, what are your ratings? I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I haven't thought of a pun for this. I oh, know. I, I'm going to give it... I know what your rating should be. Oh, no. I'll just come whisper it. Oh, you're going to hear anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna give it. How meta do I want to go? 
I'm gonna go real meta. <laughs> I'm gonna give it three point six one five. Damn! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Milan fashion models that the mom clearly robbed. <laughs> Like, her fashion doesn't fit anyone else in the movie. She looks completely different. It is so good. (laughs) And, like, she's, she is the CEO, yes. You know, she's top dog, whatever. Fuck it. You are the CEO of, like, JCPenney. Why are you dressed like that? (laughs) Because it's fucking France. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Seriously, the French are a wonderful people, but they are weird as fuck. Anyway, go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, let's see. Like I said, I saw the side unseen, and I was thoroughly, thoroughly pleased with my choice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's definitely, I feel like, one of those movies we're gonna start hearing about way more often now that it's on Shutter. I hope so, huh? I think a lot of people are gonna visit this and enjoy it thoroughly. Nice. And, um, that being said, I think I'm gonna give it... Oh, see, I haven't thought of a pun. <laughs> um, four out of five French mullets. <laughs> I was just about- oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the fanciest of mullets. You have no idea. I was looking at this nine-year-old boy's hair going, fuck you, kid. <laughs> fuck you, and you're flowing locks your silken strands that you have cut in the most asshole of ways just it's like off your hair is so good why is the style so bad like oh no it is like somewhat genuinely offensive Oh my god. <laughs> like how good his hair is. Oh god. Not the style, but just his actual hair is oh so god. good. Yeah. If I was a hairdresser and that kid came to me saying, I want this haircut, I would have told him no. You have made me laugh. That so would have been the child that I slapped as the same. I want this mullet. No. <laughs> oh my god. Um shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> For your outro? Hell yes. Oh. Okay, so Bob. We're not doing an outro Tell yet. me, tell me, tell me. Yes. What do you think? Given what you've been told in the last I hour. I think I might so. have to watch this. I think, um, I think it sounds like something that you kind of want to get. You can watch alone, but you can still like MST3K the fuck oh, yeah. out of this movie. Oh, God, yes. Oh. I was legit talking to the television screen, so, and, and I just I started messaging people, and like just talking. I was just, like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever. Heard. Oh my god! But no, oh my god! So, yeah, I'm gonna have to get my ass on Shutter because first off, I have to watch this movie. Second, I have to finish watching Creature. I only watched the oh, first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. The first episode I thought was weak. I actually really liked it. I liked I'm just it. a fan of Adrian Barbeau. So. I liked it, but I think compared to the other ones, the first episode was weak. Yeah. I want a Bob. Uh, Bob, you're going to love Bob. Am I going to love Bob? Okay. You don't want a Bob? <laughs> the look on Archie's face. I know. <laughs> there is controversy. There's controversy about Bob? <gasps> Tell me about Did the I say something bad? 
What happened? I don't remember exactly. Okay. And I don't want to misspeak. Okay. So I will look. Okay. <laughs> but no, I, I, I do need to, to get my ass on Creepshow, because, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, but no, I also like the story of the first one. I'd read it a long time ago. It's actually one of Stephen King's best short stories, I yeah. think. So I thought they adapted it pretty well for television. Yeah. I think I still have two episodes left. Yeah. I still haven't watched. Right. This is going to take a while. It doesn't oh, have okay. to be on mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, um, what uh, were you going to say? No, this movie sounds like a train wreck of a film that I'm going to adore yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, again, I love the stuff. I don't know why RC doesn't love the stuff, but this sounds like a stuff like movie, and I'm down. Okay. I'm down because it's just like that hair above b grade but then they go like all out with the french shit and it just yeah. adds to it well like yeah they go they go so over like they they go so high with some stuff but like i am not k- kidding they will do these outdoor shots of the mansion and right. it is clearly a toy oh god oh this it's not as bad as what I thought it was, but it's okay. still yeah. frustrating. Just okay. some Twitter fluffle. Oh. Saying that old horror has no political agenda. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Because because the Black Christmas director came out and said stuff, and Joe Bob was just like, can't a movie just be a movie? And people just I'm got like, it's, picked it's, sides. First off, you're Joe Bob. You should know better, though. Second, horror movies... Yes, there are some really delightful, no political connections at all horror movies, and they're fantastic. But a good majority of horror movies mean something because we're using them as kind of this external washing machine for the brain. Yeah, you know, so Mm -hmm. you're you're examining your fears out front. It's our head cleaner again. You leave your poppers at home. No. <laughs> One day we're going to have to sit and talk to you about oh head God, cleaner. Oh, God, I hope. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's so good. We, had, did you guys watch Malacostrica yet? No. No. Oh, my God. I sent you that link like a month I ago. I know. I know. I just. Oh, because we're I we're took like a month talk. break from horror it, movies. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, I was like, I just want to watch something happy. Yeah. I've been watching Nailed It, Making It, mm. uh. I've, uh, I've been... I, I, I dip my toe in Mask Singer for a minute. I mean, I've been, I've been on I, I cannot watch Mask Singer. I want to, but it's got that twit. Jenny McCarthy? Yes. I know. Oh, I can't. I she cannot give her money. She makes the stupidest guesses. Because she's dumb. She's looking at some chick that is 80 pounds soaking wet and goes, you know who that is? I know who that Missy is. Missy Elliott. That's Aretha Franklin. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my she God. Is dead serious. Oh, that that's Patty LaBelle. And it's like Fuck you, McCarthy. She's five <laughs> foot tall, one hundred pounds. <laughs> clearly. Lizzo. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like just use your eyes. I don't care what, what the person sounds like right now. Just use but your eyes. Was it kind Because I love her. <laughs> No, there's been some very surprising voices on that, though. <laughs> Sorry. I love you, China McLean. Anyway, um, no, you guys need to get on the shorts that I sent you. I know, Because we're going to have to talk, talk about them over the next coming episodes. Yeah. So, spread that shit out. Anyway, um, 
I'll try and cut what I can out of that. <laughs> Probably not going to guarantee you anything. Pick a short and tell us which one it is. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah go for Malacostrica. Okay. Because I, I did message you guys with that one. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think this. Pronounced. <laughs> I think it's Malacostrica. He pronounced it. I think. I think he pronounced it Malacostrica. I don't know. I think he did say Malacostrica. I. I can't do that. With it's my mouth a it's a right it's now. a long and complicated word. <laughs> it really is right now. It's Malacostraca. Okay. Anyway, apparently it's a crustacean. It is. It's a crawdad. Yep. Um. Anyway, I know shit. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> I got know this. Stupid as shit. You got this. Okay, so I think I really need to dive into this movie. You do because it sounds so much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Um. But get past the beginning, uh, yeah, because the beginning feels slow, especially yeah. compared to the rest of the movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a slow beginning is fine as long as it picks up. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like a roller coaster like that. So, um, but no, damn, damn, get on this movie, kids, <laughs> get on it. Um, with that said, if you need to contact us, lay eggs in our brain. Not listen to me get high on. <laughs> the thing anymore um email us at bob at com. you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash candy coated razor plates you can find us on the web at candy razor.com find our patreon at patreon.com slash candy coated razor and don't go to our goddamn twitter <laughs> i'm rc you can come chat with me in our discord talk to me about other movies where the dog doesn't die talk to me about other christmas horror movies that's not the next one that we're going to watch i hope uh, <laughs> Come talk to me about random other bullshit that I probably talked about in this episode and already have performance amnesia about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm Stephanie, and you can find me pretty much anywhere with Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. Um, and, uh, yeah, if I am if I have the brain power, I'm still writing for FangirlNation.com. So go check that out. There's plenty of backstock <laughs> to read. Um and uh happy holidays everybody this is this is holiday month and we're gonna be telling nothing but holiday movies happy holidays happy holidays (laughs) happy holidays (laughs) i can't do that i don't want to pay copyright anyway bye kids bye bye Bye. Bye. (laughs) oh my god